First year, Chagiga Daf Tes Vav, recapping what we spoke about yesterday. We spoke about the four that entered the parties. Ben Azai, Ben Zoma, Acher, Kiva. Ben Azai died. Ben Zoma went crazy. And Acher went off the derech. Rabbi Kiva is the only one that left Bashalm. So we spoke about two of them yesterday in well, as much detail as we're going to get. Right? Ben Azai, Kosh said about him. Yakar Vini Hashem Asal Chasidov. And then Ben Zoma, which we're going to continue with him today, Ben Zoma, they asked him a couple questions, right, which is not so clear in the Pashup Shat what the connection is with our Maisa, if there is a connection at all. The first one was about neutering a dog, and we said that's Asr. There would be a Havamin that perhaps it's Mutter because the Isr Sirus is said in the parish of Karbanos, and a dog is very far removed from a carbonos because you can't even use it to buy a carbon. Nevertheless, it's still awesome. The second question was, if you have a lady who's a basula and she's pregnant, can she marry a kohen? So, kohen gadol, correct. So, what's the stud in the stud of hearts follows? There's two possible ways she could have been pregnant with still having basulim. Either she had deal with someone that was able to get her pregnant without breaking the basulim, and then she would be also to a Kohen Gadol. The other option is, if she became pregnant in an Ambati, then she'd be mutter to the Kohen Gadol. So he answered that since it's very unlikely for a person to be able to have bia and not break the basulim, therefore we would rather assume that she became pregnant in an Ambati, Therefore, should be mutter to Kohen Gadol. Tosus points out, even though we have other sugyas where we say that people are able to have you without breaking the sula, and that's not going to be a complete bia that would be able to make her pregnant. That would be something which is very, very unlikely. Now, how do we know that she's a basula? So Rashi said two explanations. Either it could be she says she's a basula, and we're going to believe her. Why would in the world would we believe her? So Tosa says. Perhaps we would believe her because if she's wrong, if she's lying, she's going to be the one doing an Isser. Also, I'm saying her and the Kohen Gadol, but she's also going to be doing an Isser. In that case, maybe she'd be believed. I offered a possible different explanation, which we didn't see anyone say inside, which is that this is something that's going to be found out shortly thereafter, so perhaps in that case she'd have more believability. The second option Rashi speaks about is um, that he had already married her before they found out that she was pregnant. That could be a different situation. Therefore, he knows that she was a basula. Tosa says it could be talking about where we check on top of a barrel of wine, right, which is a way of checking someone's a basula. Right, it could be there's no point to do that if we anyway would pass her to the coin, or perhaps that would be a valid test, or it could be talking about where we already did the test to see if she's a basula. Okay, so continuing in the Gemara, Five lines from the top of Tesvav of an Aleph, Tanu Rabbanon Maisa, Rabbi Yeshua ben Hanania. There's a story with Rabbi Yeshua ben Hanania, which, just in case we haven't pointed it out before, Rabbi Yeshua ben Hanania is Rabbi Yeshua, right? It's not Rabbi Yeshua. Shahaya Omin al Gav Mala Bahar Habayas. He was standing on a step in the Harabayas. Ro ben Zoma, and he saw ben Zoma. Lo Amnul fun of him, ben Zoma didn't stand up in front of him. Amrlo, and he said to him, May Ayin Ula Ayin. Now, I'm saying that Rabbi, Rabbi Yeshua ben Hanania was 
you know, Garadar, and he was much older than Ben Benzoma. Benzoma was a Talmud of a Talmud of Rabbi Yeshua, right? Because Rabbi Kiva was a Talmud of Rabbi Yeshua. And it seems that Benzoma was a Talmud of Rabbi Kiva. And not only just a Talmud, a young Talmud that, that didn't uh, get smichi yet even. And that's why he's called Benzoma. Anyway, he didn't stand in front of Yeshua ben Chananya. So Amarlo, he said to him, Me'ayin ula'ayin Benzoma. From where and to where is Benzoma? Words, what are you thinking about that you didn't even notice I was here? Amarlo, he said to him, Tsofa ha'yisi bin ma'im ha'lyon ma'im tachtonim. I'm looking in between the upper waters and the lower waters of the Rikiah. Ve'im bin zelazah ha'lasholosh ha'tzboh spilvah. There's only three fingers worth of space in between them. Shemar, as the Pasuk says, that the Ruach of Hashem was hovering over the water. Like a dove that floats or not floats but hovers over the children. It doesn't touch them. Zom is still outside because he still doesn't understand what's going on. When did it speak about the Ruach Hashem was on top of the water? That was on the first day of creation. But there were no two waters. There's no separation between the waters until the second day. That's when it was. So the comma, so how much is in between the two layers of water? So Achabar Yaakov Kimalei Nima, a threads or a hair's breadth. The Rabbanon Ami, the Rabbanon say Kiguda Degamla, it's like two planks of a bridge. As you put them next to one another, right, there maybe is a little bit of space in between them, but they're basically touching one another. Marzutra Vitim Rav Asi, I remember Marzutra on some say Rav Asi said Kitchei Glimi Depreciadari, like two sheets that are placed one on top of another. The Amulon, some say, like two cups that are stacked one on top of another. So, Rashi says, sorry, before that, where are you coming from? Because why is your, why is your mind busy? What are you thinking about? So, I'm thinking about Vice Gracious. Makum Kishrei Kipos Bekarka in the place where they're attached where to the where the Rikia attaches itself to the karka. I'm not sure why um, I guess the idea is because the Maimel Yonim I didn't really think so much about this Rashi, but it seems like Rashi's saying the Maimel Yonim we know those are like way up there. The Mayim Tachtonim are way down here. But what we're talking about is that the Mayim Yonah, which forms the sky, right, it eventually comes down at the edges to meet the ocean. So, you know, how close does it get? So, Guda Gamla, one of the explanations was two planks of a bridge. Kishimisadrin Levachin Shal Gesher Zui when we set up planks of a bridge, one next to another, it's impossible there's no space in between them. Same thing with two sheets or two cloaks or two cups. 
It sounds like according to Rashi, there's not really much of a difference between any of these explanations of the other shitas. Right? Ben Zoma said three tvachim. It's a, you know, gazunta distance. And everyone else holds there basically was no distance. Just as two things that we put next to one another. And it doesn't seem like there's any difference between all those explanations. just different ways of saying the same thing. That's what it seems like for Rashi. It's not 100% clear. That's what I would say. Schufin, Rashi says, Kafufin. Right? Flipped over one on top of another. Okay. Acher Kitsis Benetios. So, Acher we said was Kosis Benetios. And Rashi explains Acher Kosis Benetios means Kilkel the Ives. He ruined and twisted things. Kishinichnas the parties when he went to the parties. Umikatsi Tanetios and cut the the saplings, Lafisha Dima Osan, Bitchilas Hadavaram Lenifnas Lapardi, since in the beginning we gave the marshal of what they were doing, we compared it to going into an orchard, not got Lishnatio, so we use this Lashon of cutting the trees, meaning the trees that are in the orchard, but there was no orchard and there were no trees and he didn't cut them. It just means he messed up his uh understanding of the way things work. So Alava Kasav Omer, the Gemara says, about him the Pasuk says, Al-Titin as picha lachyas b'serecha. Don't let your mouth cause your flesh to do averos. Mayhi. So what happened there? Chaza mitatron dis yavali reshusa lemisa v'lemichtav zechavasa d'Yisrael. He saw mitatron had reshus to sit and to write down the schusim of Kai Yisrael. Omer, he said, Gemira, I have a tradition that the Lamala lo have lo yeshiva, velo tachros, velo oref, velo ifui. So I learned that in Shemayim, the Malachim don't sit, and they don't fight with one another, and they don't have a back of the head, right, because they have four faces, as we spoke about, so no matter which direction they are, they're facing that direction. Velo ifui, they don't get tired. So Shema chasa shalom Maybe Shalom, there's like two gods, right? Because there's the Shechina, and then there's this other thing up there sitting. We know Malachim aren't sitting, so what is it? So what happened? Afkuhu lemetatron machiyuhu shisin pulsedinur. So they took Metatron out, and they hit him with 60 lashes of fire. Amarle, and they said to him, My time, or Amarle, my time, he said, Why? Sorry, and he was told that my time will come to How come when you saw Elisha Ben Abuya, you didn't stand up in front of him? As it sounds like, um, like the Pashup Shad seems to sound like he should have stood up in his kavod, although it could mean he should have stood up so that he wouldn't, Acher wouldn't make this mistake of seeing Amalach sitting down. Um, but either way, so Matatron is somehow blamed for this mistake that Acher made. What question? If he wasn't supposed to be sitting, why how, is can he a, sitting? how can a Malach sit? It seems to me that the Masorah, right, the Masorah is, I don't know if it's wrong, but it doesn't take into account all the situations. It sounds like generally also Metaphron has to stand, but he has special rishos to sit when he's writing the Zechus of Chayisol. There's an exception to that rule that, you know, that exception exists and Acher didn't know about it. That's what it seems like. Um, so, he was given Rashus to reach the Zuchuyos of Acher. Why? Um, that's so clear. 
you could say that he was given that zechus to that, that rishus because you know to kind of get him back because Acher caused him right to get his punishment so maybe he could then you know take a little bit of revenge against Acher maybe that's one way of explaining it or Acher's mistake in thinking that maybe there were two rishuyos lamala that itself was enough to have his zechus being erased. So what happened? Yotze Baskol, Ba'amar, and Baskol came and said, Shuvah ban Rishuvim chutz me'acher. All the people that strayed should do Shuvah except for Acher. Amr, he said, Hol ve'itrid ahu gavra me'ahu alma. Well, since I have no hope for Olam Haba, le'ipok l'shani b'hai almaim. Might as well get benefit in Olam Hazat. Nafak acher l'tayr So he went off the deck. Nafak, he went. Ashkech zona. He found a zona. Tavan, he proposed to her. Amr lay, and she said to him, Elisha ben Avuya, aren't you Elisha ben Avuya? Elisha ben Avuya is a, you know, one of the big rabbis. Big rabbis. So, Akar Pugla mi Mishra b'Shabbos v'Yavla, he took a radish out of the ground on Shabbos and gave it to her. Amr, she said, Akar, well, you must be someone else. You're just a Elisha ben Avuya lookalike. Amr, where is it? Shal Akar Srimeyer. So, that's already a new thing. Let's see Rashi up until this point. Lo Amida, Lo Gersinan. We don't have the gears of no Amida, right? We have the no Yeshiva. Lo Oref, Debechot Sedeh and Yishlam Panim. They have faces on all sides. Ifu is Aifus, Tiredness, Pulsi is Makas, Makil, Hitting of a Stick. Bishundari, Shundari, whatever. Pogla is it's known or Radish. Mimishra is Aruga. Ro. Um, I think we should go a little further. We should save that tosfos for like the end. To show that Matatra doesn't have any more power than anyone else. And that was to correct Akra's mistake. We see that he can get punished. It could be, I mean, the Gemara says there was a reason for it, but I guess the reason why he got punished immediately and in this way was to show Akhar that he didn't have any power. Okay. So let's continue. So we can really see this Tosos now, but it's probably better if we see everything that Aragorn has to say about this topic. And then Tosos basically just like bring all the Yushalmis that add things to what Aragorn says. So Shal Akhar as Rabbi Meir, Akhar Shiyatza Akhar asked Rabbi Meir, after you went off the Derech, Hamalai said to him, how do you explain the pasuk of Gam that Hashem made things one opposite the other? So he said back, Whatever Hakadosh Baruch Hu made, there's something opposite it. Bara Harim, He created the mountains. Bara Gavos. There's also high places. Bara Yam and Bara Naharos, and He created oceans and rivers. So I'm not 100% sure like what's opposite what. It, it would seem to me the Harm and Gavos together are Kenega, the Yam and Naharos. Right? Those are two right, completely different things. That's what I think, but I'm not 100% sure. Yeah, no, yeah, no. I'm saying if Buddha said like a, a mountain in a valley. I have to that same question. Right, right, so then there would be two opposite things. Yeah. But here, I mean, we do know that, that I think there is a, a concept that the mountains... Um, hold the tahom underneath the, the ground, right? So it could be that we need the mountains in order to control the 
rivers and the oceans. I'm not sure. Okay. Amalo or Rikiva, Amalo, so Acher said to Rabbi Meir, Rikiva Rabcha lo Amarkas, that's not the way Rabbi Kiva darshaned it. Ela bar tzadikim bar Rishon, that Akash Baruch created tzadikim and Rishon, bar Gan Eden, bar Gehenim, he created Gan Eden and Gehenim. Kol Echa ve'echad, and therefore that's the Zelu Mazah, in other words, each one has something created special for him. The tzadikim have the Gan Eden, and the Rishon have Gehenim. Kol Echa ve'echad yishlo beiz chalakim, and each one has two chalakim, echav ganin and echav gehenim. One in ganin and one in gehenim. Zachat tzaddik natal chalko v'chelak havero. The tzaddik gets his chelak and his friend's chelak, v'ganin. Nischayiv rasha, if the rasha is, becomes chayiv, then natal chalko v'chelak havero v'gehenim. He gets his chelak and his friend's chelak in gehenim. And there's two ways that I have written my notes of why that makes sense. Either because for every tzaddik that there is in the world, makes it easier to do mitzvos. Right? And every rush in the world makes it easier to do averos. It just creates a society that's easier to do averos or easier to do mitzvos. And therefore, if there's a tzaddik in the world and the rush is still doing averos, he deserves a double portion gehenim. Right? Because he really should learn from the tzaddik, but he didn't. So it's a double, double evil. And the tzaddik who has to overcome also the society of the Rishayim, so he's going to get a double portion of skar. That's one explanation I saw. The other explanation is very similar, is that the Rasha is going to do some mitzvahs. But those mitzvahs that he does is only because there's the influence of the tzaddikim in the world. Right? So the tzaddikim get that skar. Right? And the tzaddikim that may end up doing some averus because of the society that they're in, and that's really the Rasha's fault, and he's going to get their punishment. Amar of Mesharsha, Mesharsha says, My crow, what's the Pasuk? Yeah, by Tzadikim Ksiv, it says, By Tzadikim Lachin Ba'artsam Mishnah, Yershu, that they're going to inherit a double portion in the land. Yeah, by Risham Ksiv, it says, By the Risham, Umishna Shivron Shivron, that they're going to have a double breaking. Mm-hmm. We'll do one more. Shal Achas Rabbi Meir, Achas Rabbi Meir, Again, Achor was asking Rabbi Meir after he went off the derech. What does it mean when it says in the pasuk, "Lo yarkena zahav uzechuches"? That gold and glass are not worth as much as Torah is. Utmurasa klipaz and golden kalim are not a good trade for it. In other words, the Torah is worth more than all these things. So Amar Lo, he said to him, this is Rabbi Meir's explanation of the Pasuk, Torah, it refers to the words of Torah, they're very difficult to get, like golden kalim, but they're easily lost, just like glass is easily broken. Amar Lo, so Achas said to Rabbi Meir, Rabbi Kiva Rabcha Lo Amar that's not the way Rabbi Kiva your Rabbi Darshaned. Gold and glass kalim, when they break, you can melt them down and fix them. So also, if he does averos, he can do tshuva and get fixed. Amrlos, Rabbi Meir said to him, so then you could also do tshuva. Amrlos, he said back, I already heard from behind the curtain, 
that everyone should do tshuva except for Acher. One Rashi here. It's easy to lose the Torah by forgetting it. Okay, so let's recap what we saw tonight. Um, first, we finished up speaking about Benzoma, that Yeshua saw Benzoma, who was thinking about something deeply, and Benzoma explained he was thinking about the distance between the upper waters and the lower waters. And it seems what Rashi understands is that the lower waters are the waters that we have, let's say, in the oceans, and the upper waters is the sky. But at the edge, the sky you know, comes down and, as a dome, and how close does it get to actually touching the ocean on the side? So according to Benzoma, it comes within three Tvachim, and he learns that from a Pasuk. However, Yeshua and Hanani pointed out that the Pasuk is... Uh, his drush is not conclusive because he learned out from a pasuk that talks about the first day of creation, and we know that there was no division of upper waters and lower waters at that point, so therefore clearly wasn't talking about that. Instead, they explain, the Amoram explained that there's a very small gap in between them, all giving different mishalim for that idea. Then we spoke about Acher. Um, the reason why Acher went off the derek when he went in the parties, he saw Metatron sitting to write the Studios of Chai Yisrael. Elisha ben Avuya understood that Malachim are not supposed to sit, so he thought that he was not seeing a Malach, which caused uh, Amuna problems, because it's not a Malach and it's not a Kodesh Baruch Hu, so then it seems like it's a different Rishus. Because of that, Metatron was taken out and beaten with fire. Um, and then, because of that, he was able to erase the Studios of Acher. Added on to that, Acher heard a Baskal that he wasn't going to be able to do tshuva, and all those factors together made him go off the derech. Um, he was called Acher because when he went off the derech, he was trying to get a Zona who thought that maybe he was Elisha ben Avuya, who was a big rabbi, and therefore that wouldn't make sense. So she assumed, she said, oh, it must be that someone else. Then we had two, so far we, we darshan two psukim, um, that were Machogus Yenubi Meir and then Acher and the name of Rabbi Kiva, how to understand them. The first was the Pasuk of Zelu Mazah, which Rabbi Meir understood to the mountains and the rivers and oceans. Rabbi Kiva says it's really referring to the Tzadikim and the Rishayim. Each one gets Gan Eden, Achelach of Gan Eden Gehenim. However, the Tzadik gains an extra portion of Gan Eden and the Rasha gains an extra portion of Gehenim. Um, and that's the that that's what that pasuk refers to are those chalakim, and then we have the pasuk of the two psukim that use the word mishnah to teach about these double portions that they get um, in olam haba. The second drasha that we spoke about was the comparison of Torah to gold and glass kalim. So according to Rimeir, they're difficult. It's difficult to learn Torah, just like it's difficult to acquire gold kalim, but it's easy to forget Torah, just like it's easy to um, to break glass kalim. However, Elisha ben Avuya taught him in the name of Kiva that just like these types of kalim can be fixed if they break, you could also, Tamukhacham, if he does have ears, he could do tshuva. So Rabbi Meir took the opportunity to ask Acher why he doesn't do tshuva, and Acher said, based on what he said before, that he heard from Acheria Pargo that he's not supposed to do tshuva, which should point out that Rabbi Eli Lapian and Sefer Levi Elio explains it doesn't mean that he couldn't do tshuva, it just means that there's a, there is a 
special force, a, a, a basketball that comes out and constantly saying shuva bottom shovim, and that causes the process of doing shuva to be easier for people. But that special, um, that special koach that's given to help people do tshuva is not given to Akher, but he himself, right, with his own koach, if he wanted to, could have done tshuva. All right, stop here.